The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 147 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. Bringing you this episodes uh, normally right here on this very feed every Monday for free. Uh, but this is coming out Tuesday as um, I've just landed in uh chicago after uh my week-long trip in vegas um but before that if you want to hear some additional content you can head over to patreon.com forward slash pwt cast uh you can sign up for as low as five dollars a month and uh all the all the goodies all the different tiers are over there um i will be releasing a schedule later in the week for uh the month of june the month of june is um it's my birthday month um my birthday is uh, next month so uh yeah you know, we'll, we'll be putting out some, some fun stuff for that. Uh, as I mentioned, yeah, my apologies for this going up late. Um, I was in Las Vegas all week. Um, it's, it's, it was too, too long. I was there, um, too long. Uh, other things have happened in the world. Um, I mean, this one, again, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it short. You know, there was, uh, some fun new trailers that they came out. Stranger Things came out. Obi-Wan came out. Um, I'll be talking about all that next week. Um, it's it's been, it's been a week, so I'm not really in the mood to talk about, you know, hey, Ray Liotta's dead, you know, uh, pour one out for Ray Liotta, hell of a fucking actor. Um, if any of you guys are members of the Patreon, you can, uh, Go back and listen to an episode that uh, Stank, myself, and Vivian did of uh, Scrump and Stank's family video talking about uh, Goodfellas. Um, Yeah, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, You know, make sure you tell your loved ones you love them because, uh, you know, I I believe that uh, Ray Liotta knew, you know, he he was sick or he might have unexpectedly passed in his bed. I forget which one of the two was it, but... um, regardless you know tell those that you love that you love them you know you never know when the last time you uh talk to someone might be so uh you know make sure you tell your loved ones how you feel um yeah as i mentioned you know we're in vegas for uh for six weeks for the most part for six weeks for six days it felt like six weeks um it was it was long i was so happy to be home um you know the, the first maybe like 20 30 minutes of the show is is sort of myself and mark talking about uh the experience there of course we were sitting there uh for double or nothing and you know uh in the first few rows and not with uh not with the impractical jokers unfortunately but you know we were sitting there and so it's just kind of us talking if we sound a little bit tired we were recording at like 1 a.m west coast time which is like 3 a.m uh central time i don't know what that is east coast time but uh it was late it was late we were tired um we just finished uh uh, a walk over to the uh, welcome to uh los angeles sign i you know i was taking pictures for the boys um they got to meet max caster of the acclaimed um but yeah so, so we were a little tired so you know excuse us if we uh if we sound just a little bit tired we both both tried to you know uh, have a little pep in our step but um yeah man i don't know i was really bummed 
Yeah. If I sound. Yeah. I don't know. As much fun as I wanted to have in Vegas. Um, this was bummed. You know, sometimes you, uh, I don't know, man, this shit happens. You know, you go uh, nine months talking to someone every single day, except for two days. Uh, and then you don't talk to them at all. And uh, that's about as much as I'll say on that. You know, it's uh might be a little uh, emo scrump you guys might have to hear from for a while. Um, so my apologies. But again, this is, and this isn't, please don't, you don't have to message me and ask if I'm okay or anything like that. I'm fine. That will be fine. Just, uh, let's talk some fucking wrestling, you know? Um, yeah, again, so, so this episode, the, the first few minutes is, um, is us, uh, talking, uh, about Double or Nothing, which again was a super fun show. It was really fortunate, you know, to uh, to have been there for for the coronation of, of CM Punk becoming AEW World Champion again. You know, it was there front row for you know his debut for his first match back, and now for this. So it's pretty awesome. Um, I will be there at Forbidden Door. Hopefully he fucking hopefully he wrestles like Okada or Tanahashi. I've seen him say Osprey. I'm not really interested in an Osprey man. I like Osprey. I just, I don't know. I'd rather see him go against, you know, the Aces, really, uh, of, of New Japan. Um, and then, hell, if they do all out here, you know, I'm sure he'll be there too. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try not to, I mean, especially, it's just, it's me alone on this one. Um, so I'm going to try to keep it a little short. Uh, like I said, just a little fatigued you know travel fatigue uh oh yeah um you know make sure you uh you know you listen to the whole episode <laughs> as uh as, as mark and i really tried to, to put out a fun episode despite how tired we were um but hey, uh, without further, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into the uh, Double or Nothing episode with uh, myself and uh, past guests of the show, uh, you know, occasional uh, guest hosts of the show, uh, Mark Villanueva. All right, you guys, we are com- we are coming back after a long night out. Um, all out, we're all out. No, all out didn't happen. It's gonna happen next month. I don't know where. I'm kidding. I know exactly where. No, I'm mad. I don't know where. Um, I hope it's Chicago so everyone gets mad. That's always fun. Oh, boo-hoo. Uh, I'm kidding. Don't be angry. Uh, but Double or Nothing just wrapped up uh, a few hours ago. Um, myself, Mark, Juan, and uh, Giovanni, we uh, we took to, uh, to walk to the famous uh, Las Vegas uh, sign. So we went over there. Um, you guys got to meet the, or, uh, Max Gaster of the Acclaim. Um, and then I think Giovanni and Juan are fucking psychopaths and they're still going to go walk the strip, but myself and Mark, we will be, uh, sitting down here and podcasting and sort of recapping the week that was, um, Mark, how did you enjoy that? Well, I guess we'll talk about Double or Nothing first. It's probably the most fresh thing. Uh, but how did, how did you enjoy the show? Um, it was pretty good. 
you know um it sucked that uh, i was like halfway through the show i was kind of just tired mm-hmm. but that was just because it's been a long fucking weekend yeah i mean for a show that was like six hours long or something uh yeah, give or take. i think it started around like doors open at like 3 30 no, it's like five or show because they started the pre-show at like 4 30 and that ended at 9 30 so oh, five hours. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it didn't feel like a five, like a five hour show. I know some people. I mean, I, I don't know. At home, maybe it felt different. Like I know, I saw some people complaining, like, "Oh, it was too long." But like, I don't know. To me personally, like, I've been to like I've been to dynamites that feel longer than than this. You know, like, um, or even rampages that feel like longer than that. But yeah, no. Um, it was it was it was a pretty fun show. Like I, of course, um. CM Punk guy, you know, through and through. But my boy, all my boys picked up the W, you know. Um, well, I guess we'll just, we'll quickly, we'll go through, like, the results of everything. Again, without kind of going too deep into it, because, um, of course, we're not, we're not fucking, you know, uh, broadcasters of any kind. You know, we don't, we don't do wrestling recaps. Um, but, uh, of course, you know, the, the opening match was uh, the buy-in. You know, you had, um what do you call it the uh hookhausen versus mark sterling and uh tony niece which of course it was just just meant to fucking get these guys in there you know do all their fun stuff and yeah i mean i don't know about yourself but i'm 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 pretty uh i'm pretty all in on hookhausen so that, that was pretty fun what about for you uh yeah i mean it's a it's a fun mix of a tag team you know you have like two completely like different like personalities you have hook with a very serious fighter i guess and then you got dan housing who's more like on the comedic side of things and uh i mean both guys are over with the with the fans um with uh dan housing obviously being so fucking over even before he was signed to aw so to me it does make sense when you know they you know, really shirts for them, and it's under Dan Housen skew because you know he sells. Yeah, no, it was fun, especially seeing Dan Housen do a little bit more wrestling because the last time they were like, "Here's a Dan Housen match," he just got fucking destroyed in yeah. like ten seconds. Uh, so yeah, no, that was that was pretty fun. And then uh, you know, late Saturday in the afternoon, the talk of the town became one Maxwell Jacob Friedman had uh, had left. You know, yeah. um, and of course, it's it, nobody really knows what's going on. Everyone's kind of playing coy. Like even in the media scrum afterwards, they you know they asked Tony about MJF, and it was like uh, there's no comment. It's like hey, whatever. You know, nobody nobody really wants to talk about what's going on and stuff. So you know that that sort of it is what it is. But um, yeah, you know, everyone was like, is MJF going to show up? Like what the, you know what's going to happen? Because you know, you have to have a, you have to have a word look at that AEW contract. Right. So of course you had, uh, you know, thankfully MJF did show up, you know, it was in the opening match, MJF versus Wardlow, which, um, I really liked, like, I really enjoyed, especially because like Wardlow's such a nice guy. Yeah. Like in real life, you know, he's like, he's super sweet to us and, and stuff like that. Like he's helped me prank Michael once yeah. before. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, no, that, that was, that was one of my more favorite, matches because again it was a short simple you right. know like 
<laughs> I mean, there was really no other outcome for that match. Regardless, like, despite the whole, like, MJF situation, regardless if all things were good or not or whatever the case was, there was really no other way to do this match other than a squash match, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I was talking to Juan or Delgado about it where they're like, no, they should have just have like a legit match. And it's like, no, like, why the fuck are you going to have Wardlow come out here and squash everybody and then just have him fucking wrestle uh, MGF for like 10 minutes? Well, you could also have that later. Yeah. You know, you could always have that later. Like, for this, it would work. It, yeah. I mean, this was what it needed to be. It was literally seven minutes of yeah. MJF running around being like a little scared chicken shit. And then, you know, Wardlow just power bombing him like 10 times, I believe it was. Yeah. They did that. Um, right after that, I was shocking this went on so early, but you had the Hardys uh, defeat the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. They, the Young Bucks always go on early. And like, all the, like from what I remember in all the pay-per-views they've been in, they've always gone on like second, like first or second match. They kind of just like, obviously they won eight from... The inception of AEW, the previews have really been much like one of the first two matches are always like that fire burner where they like get the fucking fans riled up. And uh, for the most part, this was what that match kind of was. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun little like 20 minute match. I mean, obviously, you know, they've wrestled before in, in Ring of Honor and stuff like that. But this is one of those things where like it's it's brand new be- to an AEW audience. Right. Not everyone's seeing Ring of Honor. I mean, I myself like I I know of the match. Yeah, I haven't. I personally haven't seen much it's, of it. It's a good match. Like I know, uh, I think it was like a ladder match, ladder wars. Mm-hmm. This is what it was. Um, no, it was fun. I was I was weird for Jeff because I don't know if you guys at home could go, oh, this, but his right? like his boots were like coming loose. Yeah. You know, like I was really worried, uh, but I mean, still together, we put everything together, and then after the match, Jeff just runs into the audience. Now, my theory was that he heard the Impractical Jokers were there. Yeah, you know, he was like, "Oh, he goes, uh, I heard the Impractical Jokers are here. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta go find, I gotta go find Sal and Q. Maybe they brought that little guy Murr with them. I really love Murr." Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't the case. He just he just went around, jumped back in, and uh, yeah, okay, yeah. It's, uh, I feel bad for, uh, that guy's got to retire sometime soon. Just watching him wrestle, you could tell his, his body's just hurting. His, like, body's, like, just watching his matches, everyone could tell. It's, his body's just so fucking stiff. No, definitely, like, yeah, it was, it was one of those instances where I was like, oh, man. Like, listen, he still pops that shirt off, and all you hear are the women fucking screaming, you know, their hearts out. Which, I mean, hey, you know wonderful that at his age he can still get that reaction right um but no yeah it was hopefully hopefully next their next match yeah uh jeff has a little bit more pep in his step i think they're gonna do the rematch for the california show which is what this week yeah i think yeah i think i think the bucks are gonna get the win back in their hometown i believe I think Rampage. I think that's where they might do the match. That's just me personally speaking. Uh, really quick, too. I did forget to mention, uh, amongst all the fucking celebrities that were in town for the week, the the ones that caught my attention the most were the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> like, of course, you had uh, Sal Volcano and, and Brian Quinn. Uh, they were over, like... So we were on like the hard camp side, and they were like to the left of us, and they were also their front row. They're opposite of the ramp. Yeah, and I just kept telling Joe, I like to Joe, hot topic Joe. I just keep leaning over, and I was like, 
oh god i was like i was like what i would give to fucking sit over there with him like it must be so much fun <laughs> like oh. and uh at one point ryan and i went to go get food and when we went to go get food i saw a cue brian quinn and i was fucking such a pussy i was like I, I've, I've taken a picture with him before on the jericho cruise i got pictures with both of them but like i saw them and i was like uh I was, or i saw him i was like hey q what's up man he's like hey buddy what's up nothing i just i froze up like uh, very much like like how juan froze up. when we saw max caster by the hollywood sign he okay. a picture juan just completely froze up like juan and juan and mark are, are are two super huge fans of the acclaim and so when they saw max caster juan <laughs> literally just froze up didn't know what to say and i had to be the one i was like hey max like these guys want a picture with you and you i know. was gonna walk away i'm like no i don't want to bother him like i'm very much that word too like i don't like bothering wrestlers for like pictures i always thought it was weird to like show up to a fucking hotel to a hotel lobby and just yeah. sit there all weekend even though yeah you're not even though you're not have you don't have a room or whatever and you just like show up randomly at hotels at like four in the fucking morning when these wrestlers are trying to sleep and just bother them for pictures and autographs like i always thought that was weird but that's just me i don't know i would never do such a thing yeah there's been a lot of uh, a lot of hallway weirdos is what yeah. i call them just hanging out by the elevators just waiting to to catch wrestlers which like my thing is always like hey if you're out and about if you're at an airport you're at a store or something yeah and you and you see one of them like respectfully just hi you know my name hi you know matt hardy my yeah. name is alberto you know it's nice to meet you i just wanted i don't want to bother i just want to say hello yeah. you know if possible can i get a picture of that totally cool well with me it was just that which is like because obviously we're sitting here at the mandalay and all the wrestlers were sitting here and like a lot of them were like i would see them in the elevator like god this weekend i don't know how many i saw like i saw i don't know a good handful like more than a dozen wrestlers like either just like staying in same elevator or whatever and it was nothing more than like good morning how are you this and that other than that it was just like no like the very little to no interaction like i remember i, th I think i was in the elevator with cash wheeler maybe the wednesday night i think yeah wednesday night but i was like both of us were pretty fucking hammered like <laughs> literally like we were stumbling into our the elevator and then like i got off i'm like all right man you have a good one he's like all right cool yeah i got i was in an elevator with uh mark henry <laughs> at one point i was like i was, I was like oh hey mark how's it going he's like what's up man how's it how are you doing I'm thinking, he goes, all right, man. It's nice to hear. And I was like, again, I was such a giant pussy. You should be like, I love you, Mark Henry. Uh, it's funny because I, I love Mark Henry. Yeah, me too. And that's why I was just like, oh, no. I wouldn't. I can never. There, 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 listen, that, there is there is a wrestler. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna say on the podcast who. If you want to know, you you can you can DM me. You could ask me. But this guy was yonst. This oh. guy was. This guy was lit like a Christmas tree. I. I i can tell you that much and i was just like oh no and to like the point where i was like worried i was like you good like do you, you know do do you need my help yeah and I, to their credit they were like no no no, it's okay i'm good and i'm like all right um can't be as bad as getting your ass beat while someone very important to you just watches and dances around you know <laughs> um but yeah, again, the you know the Hardy versus Bucks was a fun match. Um, the next match it was pretty short. 
It was Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay. Um, to me, the coolest thing was after the match, of course, you had the Stokely Hathaway debut. I know Ember Moon debuted. Uh, I'm not too crazy about Ember Moon. Or Athena is her name. I'm sorry. Athena is her name now. I feel like oh, I'm such a fucking uh, Ember Moon debuted. Athena, formerly known as uh, Ember Moon. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, her indie stuff was cool. Like, I started a lot of indie shows before, but like in WWE, like, I don't know. I just feel like they always kind of like they were like oh, all right we're getting there we're getting there we're getting yeah. like you know like um yeah i don't know to me i love stokely hathaway yeah he's a real fun guy especially on twitter so oh, yeah. it was cool to see him pop back up yeah i'm the i mean the match itself was meh i mean jade cargo and uh anna jay have a lot of potential but they're obviously obviously still a little green in the ring so the match itself was kind of hard to go through, but yeah, when uh, when he came out, I was pretty like I remember we our section just kind of like went ape shit, like holy shit, and then towards the end after the after the match when uh, the ladies were standing face to face, and then Athena came out again, everyone fucking popped. Um, but yeah, like I've always been, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of Athena's work, but when she like I was a huge fan of a lot, a lot of people in NXT. So when she was doing her work at Ember Moon in NXT, well, like four years ago, give or take, I fucking loved it. Uh, the next match, I was fucking yeah. so excited for. You had uh, the House of Black, Malachi, Buddy, and Brody versus the uh, Death Triangle. Now, now it, our crowd was a little, our, our our party was a little divided. Yeah. And by that, I mean I was the one person cheering on House of Black as as I rep- I, I feel myself a, a sort of a tangential member of the House of Black. Right. I, you know, <laughs> I represent the House of Black, of course, Brody fucking King, you know, uh, friend of the show, um, who I, I got the wonderful pleasure. We ran into him a few times this week, and I'll get into that. Um, but uh, as we were leaving, I ran into him and his, his wife, his lovely wife. Oh, very wonderful. Yeah, very, very nice, both of them. Massive man. Yeah, massive fucking thing. Um, when when is he in? Like yesterday, I believe, or two days ago. Yeah, we. Oh, uh, gosh, it was two days ago. Two days ago, yeah, we saw him, and I was just like, "Damn, this guy's fucking huge." <laughs> Which was funny because during, uh, you know, House of Black comes out with this fucking cool ass entrance. They have a real cool face yeah, paint. Fuck yeah. Uh, Death Triangle. They come out, and I believe it's Phoenix. It's Penta's son or Phoenix's son. One, uh, probably Penta's. Yeah, one of them, but they come out dressed like Penta, and I like lean over to Ryan. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I hope Brody King fucking destroys that kid." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, again, this is no sort of run through, but of course, my favorite was you know um, just them winning. You know, yeah. it, it was cool. Of course, you know they introduce uh, Julia Hart as a uh, the newest member of, of House of Black, which finally, was, yeah, which was funny because I was just like, oh completely fucking forgot that was like a, a thing going on yeah i mean it was just that where was, like when uh pack was going pack pack i don't fucking know um when he was going up for the finish um yeah the lights went out and like everyone didn't know like who the fuck we thought they were gonna debut like a new member but like i think a lot of people were thinking like a male stable mate Mm-hmm. And then, like, when lights came back on and it was Julia that was there, I was like, holy shit, I forgot we were doing the, this fucking angle. Which, I, again, it was cool. I think I think that's a good fucking uh, uh, direction for her. Because uh, I felt like she the, there was nothing there for her. As, as a part cheerleader. Of, yeah, as a cheerleader for the Varsity Blondes. So putting her in with, like, the 
House of Black. I think that's gonna fucking elevate her even more. And uh, I mean, yeah, the match in itself was great. I was divided. You know, I I love the House of Black. This, I mean, I'm still relatively new to like Brody King stuff, but like Buddy Matthews and Malachi Black, I've been idolizing for years now. And uh, and then again with like fucking Penta and Phoenix and Pag. I mean, I'm I'm fucking Mexican. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. Uh, Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe is up next, and uh, again, uh, Adam Cole, uh, you know, he he picked up the win. I mean, and listen, and, and to, to me, it was fucking, it was cool to see these two guys wrestle because I believe they like teased a match between them uh, while Samoa Joe was like the enforcer of, yeah. of, of NXT and stuff like that. I don't remember if it actually came to fruition. No, uh, yeah, it was teased. They were gonna do it, and then. Cole jumped ship like a week or two later and then Joe ended up getting fucking released. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, no, this match was fun. You know, I mean, again, <laughs> what I learned from this match and the next match was oh, yeah. if you wanted to win, strategy, key strategy, get gear, that, get fucking Owen Hart tribute gear because they both, you know, they both picked up the W's too in that and yeah. like, you know, it was just oh okay. Well, it, it makes sense that these two would win. Um, it, apparently, during the Britt Baker, so I, I the Adam Cole match finishes, and I ran to the bathroom. I believe I ran to the bathroom real quick. Um, and when I came back, Britt had already made her entrance, but they had, uh, of course, Rancid come. You know, Rancid was there, and they they played they played out Ruby Soho to Ruby Soho. Yeah. Um, I had some people tell me. That like they, that I was like on TV like jamming out or whatever, and then that was the thing too. So it was, I had two, I had two seats. Yeah. You know, I was, I was in the second row for about half the show, and there was these four people in front of us, <laughs> which I kept like, like at one point me and Ryan were like, who are these people? Yeah, because. You know, like the there was a, the three dudes in front of us who were also there was some sports athlete in front of us. Oh yeah, uh, for those who like sports, Darren Waller was a uh, tight end for the Las Vegas now Raiders. He was front row. Um, yeah, like when he came to see, sit down, fucking Johnny started going crazy. He's like, "Yo, it's Darren Waller." And I'm like, "What?" Like, yeah, he's one of the better players in in the NFL. So a lot of people were going crazy for the guy. Not me though. <laughs> Uh, but like yeah next time like three dudes who were pretty enthusiastic the whole time but then there was these four people who just sort of sat there cross-armed the entire time and i'm like looking over at ryan i was like who are these fucking people yeah you know because of course when we when we went to go buy our tickets because contrary to popular belief we don't get these tickets for free we <clears throat> purchase the tickets yeah uh you know there was no front row available so you know that's why we go with the second row and yeah these people are just sitting there and like no one looks enthusiastic. No one looks like they're into anyone. Like I looked at them, I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "I was like, I mean, I was like, they're Mexican." I was like, "So maybe they're here for like the for like Penta and Phoenix." And uh, listen, the whole time I was thinking they're probably like, because uh, normally when we buy our tickets, normally like yeah, we're there from rope, but like this time it wasn't the case, and I was just like, oh, I was thinking like, oh, maybe they're like relatives of like. I don't know, maybe higher ups for the arena or maybe someone backstage or whatever the case was. But I mean, I, I never really found out who the fuck they were. Well, I did actually. So 
at some at some point so uh, Adam Cole Adam Cole wins Britt Baker wins uh America top team fucking they win um yeah there's still a lot to talk about during the weekend so I'm just going to kind of fast forward through these you guys you guys probably have already listened to reviews about this now we probably know what happened right. but and then it's at the at this point they leave during the America top team match oh hold on uh, quick shout out to Martha Hart for shouting out her wrestling teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, Martha Hart. Of course, she comes up, she gives her speech, and uh, you know she shouted out a, a, a bunch of people. And God bless her heart. Yeah, and you know some of the people she shouted out was pro wrestling tees. Yeah, I was I was pretty surprised. Yeah, cause she was she was just like naming like Jericho, Tony Khan, AW. She might have said Ryan's actual name. Yeah, I I think literally because she said pro wrestling tees, and then like we all fucking marked out. And then, like, I think she might have mentioned Ryan's name. Yeah. In my, in, and mine, too, maybe. I don't know. In my heart, yeah, she was like, Ryan, Mark, <laughs> Scrump, Alberto. Like, she mentioned me twice. Yeah. She, you know. Um, one for the podcast and one for, like, the yeah, shit. Like for the PWT cast also, because they've done a lot of, uh, you know, predictions about the Owen Hart tournament. But, yeah, so then the American Top Team match, fucking, that happens. And then at this point, I'm like, you know what? Oh no, oh, no, it's during the American Top Team match that Ryan and I go get Shake Shack, and that's when I see Brian Quinn and Pussy out and don't ask him for favorite picture. Cool. Um, and then we come back, and like, you know, we sit down, and I see the people get up and just leave. And I ask the guy, I'm like, hey, because there's the guy who's sitting next to him. I was like, are they coming back? He's like, no, I don't think so. He's like, you just come sit over here if you want. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. And I, you know, we were fucking running, and I, I hop over there. Um, and I was like, what were these people deal? I was like, they, because they, they just like weren't into the show. Like if you watch the show, yeah. you can see there's like four people just sitting there. And he was like, well, he's like, so it's, he's like, it's the dad who is super into wrestling. And he brought like his wife and kids because mm. it was four of them. He's like, and he was just like, oh, they're bored and they want to go back to the Bellagio and gamble. Oh, great so, Bellagio. I, was, I was like, dude, I was like, I was going to go rob the Bellagio. More <laughs> on that later. Um, but yeah, and so they just left. So I was like, all right. and again, to their credit, they never came back. Yeah, and then that's when I was like, look at you know, say, hey. poor dad. Hey, 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 it looked like I I think it was fine. He they looked like they were pretty well off. Um, but yeah, it's at this point that you know Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. I showed back up and fuck yeah, <sighs> dude, Darby <laughs> Allen, fucking this guy. He takes he does a it's called a suicide dive. This fucking, Emphasis on suicide. This guy, it looked like he almost killed himself. Like It was one of those things where I looked over at Brian Quinn and Sal Volcano, and I thought, these poor little New York boys just saw someone maim themselves. Like, it was yeah. just... It, it was intense. Like, dude, the whole fucking pay per view, there was just so many fucking spots where I'm like, how the fuck is this person not dead? Like, uh, this is like early on, but like, again, like, later on, like, fucking that fucking, uh, uh, triple tag team match whatever there's a spot where fucking Ricky Starks was like pushed out of or like thrown out of the ring and he was I'm assuming he was supposed to land on Luchasaurus but like completely fucking backflipped and like landed on his fucking neck and I got fucking scared I'm like dude this guy already had surgery once so like mm-hmm. this can't happen again uh, no I mean I get Kyle and Darby was like it was just like a quick fun 10 minute match I love Kyle O'Reilly yeah no it was, it was awesome I, I really enjoyed it the next match too uh, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb oh, for, for the AW women's yeah for the women's title good match good fucking technical match like these two fucking just pros these two are just fucking pros at, like for a card that was pretty much a spot for this was a good fucking like nice 
technical yeah. match. And of course, Thunder Rosa picked up the win. I, I thought it was really cool. She had um, uh, on on the front of her gear uh, the name of the the town in Texas where where the you know where the school shooting took place. Um, I didn't see that. Nice. Th- yeah, it, it was one of those things that a lot of people caught. But it was like someone posted yeah. like a picture of her in that. Um, and again, at this point, we're you know that match finishes. We're up to we've seen now 11 matches and this we're, is, we're all pretty <laughs> exhausted at this point yeah and then of course you know you hear judas start to play which Ooh. i was like yeah i was booing i was like fuck that judas i'm, I'm tired of that song fozzy fucking sucks um that plays and then uh <laughs> you know you have wild things start to play over the intercom and you know you have um you have mox and santana making their way down one path you have eddie going down another you have ortiz coming down another and then you have brian coming down another yeah and then shit hits the fan like this was the perfect shot in the arm that everyone needed this was fucking insane it was literally just every like just pandemonium yeah and i think what added to it was that the that wild thing just kept playing it, it was literally, just like, it fucking literally come down probably like halfway through the song the brawl fucking starts happening Everyone was going fucking crazy. We're like, where the fuck? Because I by us was uh, Santana and like uh, Garcia were beating the shit out of each other. We're like, holy shit! And then finally the song ends, and like, all right. And then stuff playing again, and the fucking crowd goes ape shit. We're like, fuck yeah! Yeah. And then at some point, like I don't know what because they cut off at some point, but I was on Twitter and people were saying like, yeah, fucking Jericho like unplugged the fucking thing so the song was. It was just nuts again. I like this is a match that I need to go back and watch on TV. Oh yeah, dude, so yeah. fucking good. Because I, I just, I physically could not catch everything that they were doing. It was just, it was just insane. There was just so much going on. Um, I was more interested. I'm more interested in another Kingston versus Brian match because those two dudes start beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, you have fucking uh, Jericho appreciating society pick up the win. I, th- I think it's a safe bet that. Um, we're gonna get blood and guts with these two. Yeah, with the opposers winning. Yeah, well, when and where? Don't know. Um, Chicago, fuck it. Yeah, run it. Um, you know, then we had Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus uh, Keith Lee and Swerve, and uh, Team Taz. Team Taz. I, I was hoping Team Taz would win. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, early on in the match, I was hoping for Keith and Swerve, but then like I, I'm like so huge on fucking Ricky Starks that I was hoping that they would fucking win. Yeah, no, I'm. I like Swerve and I I like Keith Lee, but no, definitely. Yeah, Swerve's such a great wrestler, by the way. Dude, it was yeah, so amazing. The stuff he was pulling off, I was just like, how could you fuck? Like, imagine being Devin being letting this fucking dude go, like, yeah. insane. Um, and then was the time for the main event. Of course, it was a house divided again. Yes, it was because, um, as many people know, you're one. You're the Hangman Page. For wrestling too. That's me. Um and I don't have a hangman page tattoo. No, you don't. What I do have is I have my uh fucking CM Punk tattoo, you know. Um the you know the, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. There was definitely some we saw CM Punk's butt a few <laughs> times, you know. <laughs> poor Paul poor referee Paul Turner tried to fucking uh, you know, pull that butt out. Uh, or pull the underwear trunks up. trunks up. I will say there was one scary moment in this in particular for me and that was when cm punk was coming out and uh i was singing along to his theme song oh. <laughs> and then i look over and the cameraman is right in my face and listen 
some of you like some people might be fucking tired of seeing my face um i don't like i don't sit front row or anything and I try to like purposely get attention but when the camera's in front of my face i know it's because like they need something for tv so it's like all right i gotta protect the business and like you know i, I gotta i know what they want they either want me to be fucking booing the bad guy or cheering the good guy right and much like you guys like if you guys are ever sitting front row or in floor section and cameras by you you gotta protect the business you know right. cheer the good guys uh boo the baddies and um yeah that was you know so i was sitting there and i'm singing along and then i like i'm in my mind i'm like do i fucking know all the lyrics <laughs> and I, I think the only thing that i messed up was um i said joseph stalin instead of mussolini or one or the other one way I, I said one thing instead of the other which i was like oh but um yeah of course you know again good match cm punk ultimately picks up the w and um it was a really cool moment for me because i was there when he won the wwe title right um you know most of if not all of cm punk's like major AEW like fucking matches, matches been there for them I, I believe you have too uh, most of his major moments at least I think I've been I mean, there with the you. Two, I mean, we've been there for the two main fucking moments, which is him returning and then him winning today. I mean, we were there for him returning, went for him versus Darby, him versus Kingston. Yeah. yeah. We weren't there for him versus MJF. I mean, we were, we were there for the first match. We weren't there for the yeah. where he came out to his old, uh, I believe his Ring of Honor team. Yeah, we watched it together, though. But no, and it was cool. And then, um, yeah, of course, after the match, you know, he's going to buy, he's going by ringside, and, you know, he's, like, shaking hands with everyone, he sees me, and I was just, like, I fucking fist-bumped him, I was, like, fuck yeah, dude, I was, like, let's fucking go, and he, like, leaned in and, like, tapped the brim of my hat, Yeah, you know, which, like, it was pretty cool, and, like, I know some people don't like punk, people have their reasons, they're not liking him, be it personally, or they don't like the character or something like that, I love seeing punk. Right. You know, I'm very fortunate that this was someone that, like, I idolized growing up. And, you know, dude knows my name. Yeah. We're pretty cool. You know, <laughs> taps the brim of my baseball cap. Yeah. And, you know, so it was cool. But, I mean, I, you know, you must have been pretty bummed out to, to see your boy lose. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just that. We were, I, listen, I grew up fucking, I idolized punk. Uh, I grew up idolizing Hangman Page. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, listen, I love both fucking guys. Um, I was hoping that Hammond would win, because uh, again, it, I I don't think it hurts him to take the loss, but I think it also would have elevated him a hell lot more if he fucking went over. Because I mean, you he he would have fucking went over what Cole twice, Danielson twice, Kenny Omega. Twice. I think he only faced Kenny once, or maybe twice. I could be wrong, but like I think twice because I think once they went to a time limit. Right. Yeah, that was probably the case, but like, yeah. And then if you would have had him fucking beat Punk, I mean, Jesus, his fucking. A lot, a lot of people talk shit about his reign not being all that fucking good, but I mean, you can't fucking take away that all the title defense matches he had were fucking barn burners. I also think too, it, it was something that I got some. I was like, well, like it makes sense that like going into Forbidden Door, he's their champ. Right. No, and it was just that like I. Although I did hope that Hammond would win, I, it was kind of obvious that there was only one way to fucking go about it, and, and that was have Punk win and go in as the main champion for the fucking crossover. Yeah, so CM Punk leaned in, just bring my hat, said he loved me, and, uh, you know, that was that was all out. We did wind up 
managing to some people were selling chairs after the show <laughs> yep the wrestling chairs not mine mine will be shipped home as it is a very special one I was able to somewhat financially recover from this whole fucking weekend. <laughs> I think the smartest thing was Mark grabs two chairs. Yeah. Sell, I was going to grab a third one. Sells one of them. They don't let you out of the arena without a wristband with that chair. So I don't think those people had a wristband. So, no, they didn't. But I mean, hey, you know, that that is the risk. You fucking make a cash deal with a stranger at a fucking wrestling show. Like, you know. Yeah, people are trying to low bomb. I was trying to sell the chest for 200 and is it a little pricey? Maybe I don't. No, no, know. no, no. Fuck that. It's not fucking pricey. Those seat, like those seats, are expensive. I mean, the fucking front row was like four hundred dollars. So, I'm selling half of what fucking I paid. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I mean, two hundred. I felt two hundred was a fair price. I could have been a douchebag and be like three hundred, but people were trying to offer me like sixty bucks, eighty bucks. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going lower than two hundred. And luckily enough, I was able to sell both shares. And I know there was I could have grabbed more, but I was like, all right, I'll I'll be generous and let other people no. sell chairs. Mine will be shipped home to be put into the new PWT cast office. There you go. I'm yeah. actually sitting on it right now. Yeah, you're sitting on it right now. It's even more special. There you go. Watch Punk win in it, and now you're sitting in it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So then that's that. Let's let's get into our fucking Vegas activities. Um. Wednesday. Wednesday we got in. You didn't guys didn't get in Wednesday. We right? got in Wednesday night. We went. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys got in Wednesday night. Um, I mean, listen. There's a lot of just these dudes staying out at bars, fucking drinking, uh, <laughs> or even uh, at the bars like here. You know, there was only twice. Oh, me in particular, only twice. Um, and I regret the first one. <laughs> I don't drink, so I'm just sort of sitting there. Which like I always feel bad, especially because bartenders will be like you, and I'm like water, or spray, yeah. or not even. They don't even have fucking. Most places they didn't have Coke products. I'm like zero mist. Yeah, Pepsi. Listen, I had a few Pepsis. Nice. Um, some of those things like I just really recall. Uh, we went to the aquarium at one point. Thursday. That was Thursday. Oh, yeah. was, uh, Thursday or Friday. It was. It was. It was nice. Yeah, it's kind of just a mix of things. But like, we went to the aquarium. Aquarium fucking sucked. I thought it was alright. Well, so like, it was just. It was. I, I paid for me and I paid for Ryan because like again, Ryan in full dad mode and boss mode, like paying for a lot of things. Right. So everyone tried to like you know, hey, I'll pay for this. I'll pay for that. Um, and so I'm just like, all right, whatever. It's like thirty bucks for each each of us, like thirty bucks. I'm like, this will be cool. It was just like it was so short. Like the fish they had there weren't really cool. Like the only real cool thing was like the shark thing. You know, you're like in a yeah. giant room where it's like basically just look everywhere, look up, look down. There's sharks and stuff like that. Yeah. But then I was like, yeah. I wanted to punch a stingray for what it did for you know for what its its kind did oh, to Steve Irwin. But I was fucking terrified to touch one. Jeremy, cousin Jeremy was like, "Yeah, you could touch him. They, they won't, nothing will happen." I'm like, "I ain't fucking touching." Yeah, that. that's what they fucking told Steve I'm, Irwin. Yeah, I was like I'm not touching it unless you touch it first. He touched it. I touched it then. Super fucking silky smooth. And I was like, "Holy oh, shit, it feels nice." No, I I walked up to I walked up to like a little. You guys have seen it. It's like a little like pool, and you know you can go in there and touch it. And I spit on it, and I was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Fuck you!" That's for Steve Irwin. I was like, "That wasn't even me, you fucking prick." Yeah, but, fucking bitch. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. That wasn't really. I, mean, I don't know, that, that wasn't really that fun for me. We had a lot of fun dinners. A lot of fucking. Oh, fun. Um, but let's uh, see. So we did that. Um, we where the hell did we take the party bus to? This one. Was it when we went to see Mind Freak? Let's see. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no Mind this Freak, is yeah. for Mind Freak. So another thing that I we did. I am a Mind 
another thing that we did was we went to go see chris angel chris angel fucking the mind freak um what a generous man listen loves cancer patients i have i want to talk about that so i guess well sorry i'm I've, I've seen the prestige and for those of you guys who have seen the prestige the prestige is uh hugh jackman and christian bale play rival magicians and they're just fucking with each other and the whole thing is michael kane you know he's like this is the size of a tangerine but also he shows you like when a magician is trying to hide something from you you know they're showing you one thing and with the other hand they're doing another thing yeah you know they're trying to hide the secret from you it's called the prestige more or less that's what it, you fucking explain it <sighs> And I've fallen down a lot of TikTok rabbit holes of um, of just that, of, like, people, you know, like, this is how this magician does this secret. This is how they do that. Because um, Chris Angel isn't fucking pulling uh, birds out of thin air wearing a tank top. He's only doing it in a very loose jacket. And people wonder where these birds came from. Yeah. But, uh, again, yeah, so I, we go to the show. And I'll, I'll give you guys my personal experience. I thought it fucking sucked. I think Chris Angel is a better stand-up than he is magician this guy this guy is chris jericho in that like or chris jericho 100 percent went to a chris angel show and was like this is my new fucking gimmick right like down to the t but like yeah i mean like clearly plants that they're using as like audience members um it was just fucking corny it was very like weird artsy fartsy just like i from where i was sitting i could see the trap door like when they're like you're going in this box and there's clearly like so like he just jumped into a fucking trap door that i saw yeah. <laughs> you know like there's a lot of things like that and then at one point this video starts to play about like the make-a-wish kids that you know he's helped out and stuff like that which like hey that's a very good that's a very honorable thing and then he starts talking about how he's grateful for you know organizations like that because his son had cancer you know and you know he's he's in remission and, and things like that and then goes into this like weird fucking like oh like video about how like now you donate all your like like trying to like guilt you i felt like it was trying to like oh hey like my son had cancer so you guys should fucking donate. Like it just, it just, it felt very, it felt very disingenuous. Like it felt gross to me. Like if I can be honest, it felt very fucking gross to me in that, like, yeah. I know what you're doing and it's not fucking cute. Like, right. I don't know. But you so say you enjoyed the Chris Angel show. I mean, it was all right. I, I, I wasn't like, I think it was just more so f the way Frank and Jeremy were like fucking super, uh, active. It kind of like got me going, um, but I mean, there was fucking things that I was just like, "This is fucking stupid." Like him fucking like floating in midair. I'm like, "Yeah, They're like who?" Like I remember, I forgot who. A lot of people there that we were with are like, "Oh, how did he do that?" I'm like, "Come on, really? Like you think this guy's just magically fucking flying?" It's like you guys have been into professional wrestling for how long, and you're wondering how like yeah. this yeah. fucking. I mean, it was alright. I mean, there was funner things that were done throughout the week yeah now this one again it was just like one of those things i don't know f fuck chris angel is all i'm saying it was it was, just, it was that a fun show like i don't know like i <laughs> and it's funny because like i remember i've watched chris angel, like i'd watched bits and parts of like chris angel stuff before in the past um but 
I guess just it was lost on me how popular he is. Right. Because they were like, he won this award, he won that award, he won this award. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. Um, well, but there was one time where Veronica and I were at a disc replay, and this lady was very upset that she could not find season five of Chris Angel Mind Freak on DVD. And she was like, fuck? yeah, like she was like, weird question, but do you guys happen to have this? And the guy was like, no. She was like, we sure? Can you check? And he's like, we don't have that. Right. You know, she was like pretty like butthurt, but it's like, you just fucking asked this guy and he told you no. Right. <laughs> so what are you getting mad at him for? Um Yeah, and then it, the the next day after that though, um you didn't partake in this, but um it was myself, Andrew, cousin Jeremy, Taffy, Joe, Rachel, Stank, Frank, and Ryan. So everyone but me, Juan, Dell, and fucking Michael. Oh yeah, but I gotta let them know. Listening, they weren't aware of everyone who was there. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh, you know, at one point we guys, you guys all went to the a cabana too. There's like a nice pool in here. What was that Thursday morning, I believe. Yeah, you guys all went there. You um, did too. I went there too. I didn't get in the water. You did it? No. Oh. Well, see. I had a. I, <laughs> I woke up. Frank was hungover and he was like, Do you want to get food? And I was like, Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. He was hungover and then. Yeah, he probably got even fucking more drunk. Him and Juan. Him. God. Juan. Juan and Brad were fucking. Juan has been 90. Juan Ramirez, former guest of the show. He was 90%. His body is 90% liquor at this point. Like, if you set a match close enough next time, he'll probably combust. Yeah. (laughs) Um,. (laughs) <laughs> no frank and i went and had breakfast at like this little like uh, cafe place that they had there um and i i had a giant burger and was just so just so dehydrated so tired that like you guys were at the cabana and stuff and i was just like yeah uh, it, like, it, it was fucking hot that morning i was just like all right it was After, like three hours i was like i'm going back inside <laughs> it was hot i was bloated and i was like i can't do this right. i gotta fucking go and so I left. I, I went back up to, uh, what do you call it? Um, I went back up to the room and I fucking napped. Again, so many naps. I've taken so many fucking naps. I fairly fucking slept. I mean, I've had regular fucking sleep. Fucking poor Juan has had the opposite of what you had. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, you know, the guy's been fucking drunk as much as he has. Like, you know, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Juan. Um, yeah, no, but the, the, that Thursday we planned or no it was saturday at this point again i'm sorry i'm i'm dr manhattan at this point i have no concept of time time works different for me and you right you know um we went to zach bagan's haunted museum which is like the number one rated fucking thing to come do when you're here in in las vegas i double checked with brody i was like hey i was like have you been here before and he was like yes because frank was like backstage at rampage he had heard him which i believe he was like he's like who's the giant fucking tattooed animal and i was was like what's either brody or malachi yeah and i was like why what were they talking about he started talking about i was like oh you're probably talking about brody and like i texted him i was like hey is this any good you know and he was like yeah it's fucking awesome like go to it do it and i'm like all right fuck it like well we're already going yeah (laughs) you know so uh we we go there and how how much do you believe in like ghosts and the paranormal? Because Zach Bacon's this is one of those like paranormal uh, ghost hunters, ghost adventure. I don't specifically. know. I mean, much. I'm a believer. 
I mean, I believe in fucking aliens, so. Is that why you didn't fucking come, you pussy? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I get. <laughs> I didn't go because I wanted to go to the fucking pool. I brought. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I fucking brought three pairs of swim shorts this fucking weekend, thinking I was going to use all three of them. After fucking Thursday, I only used fucking one. I was like, hey, might as well use the fucking pool, or else there's no fucking point in bringing this shit. And I was by myself for four hours. I was hanging with my boys, Matt and Nick Jackson, Ortiz, I think fucking Trent was there. I don't remember. <laughs> well, we, we go there, and again, I'm, I just don't really believe, you know? Yeah. Like, but I'm like fuck it cool like I'll do it you know um, and it was like it was like this old mansion that Jenna Jameson at one point lived in her and her family and they were like haunted and like there was like so it was like uh, this family moved in it was like the first mansion built in Las Vegas which is weird because it just looks like a regular like house right but it's pretty fucking big like you know once you go inside like it's huge yeah um they lived there and then it was like their son died like right before they moved in there and they were like oh like the spirit was haunting them and stuff like that um there's just a lot of like really creepy shit everywhere and stuff like that um and then like at one point you get to a certain it's like the because th- you can go in room by room yeah and then i believe it's like the third room you visit they're like yeah there was like a devil cult that lived here and part of the initiation was like killing someone and then burying their bodies there. Like I don't know, some weird shit like that. Yeah. Um, a bunch of like just weird cold stuff. But then you find out. Also, we had the the RIP, huh. which was their version of the VIP, um, and that like led us into like specific places and rooms and shit that you couldn't like go into. Um, to, if you have general admission, at least. Right. You know, they're like, hey, you know, it's an extra 30 bucks to fucking go check out this creepy fucking basement. But I guess that was one of the things, like, one of the things they talked about was, like, Jenna Jameson, famous adult film star, her family, and it's, like, it's, they lived there. And it was, like, her and her brother, like, contacted Zach Bagans, and as far as, like, like, Jenna Jameson was, like, you know, like, some, like, this devil cult won't doesn't want like they're probably going to try and silence me i shouldn't be telling you this but like i just i feel the house he keeps calling me back he keeps calling me back and the brother was like don't go like don't fucking go there don't go back there we left like don't fucking go back yeah and so we go in the basement it's creepy fucking basement like literally it's just like just very kind of just like long and creepy and then you go into a room yeah where i that's where they did all their devil shit and there's like a giant pentagram like spray painted on the floor oh it's awesome which was the only thing that i was like i don't know how much i fucking believe this yeah because it almost felt like why like why is this bait like hey but again it's a lot fucking scary when you watch fucking videos on youtube and it's like oh some dude just exploring an abandoned fucking like mental asylum or hospital or a fucking like uh a, a silo and it's just like he walks into a fucking room and there's a fucking pentagram on the fucking floor spray painted with a fucking chair in the middle that's pretty fucking scary no th- this to me more seemed more like it's pretty fucking convenient that there was this very creepily built basement like just the way it was built right i was like it almost felt like this was something that they specifically built for that like it just but again hey 
maybe maybe it's just i don't know maybe it's just me talking shit right um but yeah there was other like really creepy things like um <laughs> um you know they showed us like the van of uh jack kevorkian dr death you know he was uh you know he he was a pioneer and uh assi- with assisted suicide right you know see someone i've always wanted to learn a little bit more of i think i want to learn more of now i know they did like a, a show or a movie something on hbo about them yeah so i want to check that out um it, they had like some stuff from al capone Ooh. which is pretty cool like that was like he, he was like yeah you know the same valentine's day massacre and that's when i was like well if you're a member of the patreon you might have heard the episode of scrumped and six detective agency where we talk about the same valentine's day massacre yeah, and i was like yeah that's actually not that far from where we live back home he's yeah. like oh really what is it now like a ross or something i was like i think no i don't think so i think it's just a house now yeah um and then at one point it's like oh this is all like the dead celebrity wing you know you have yeah. like brandon lee's uh jacket from the crow um something for robin williams you had patrick swayze's passport and like a tooth um the fuck I was very confused because they had Sharon Tate's wedding dress and they're like something about her dying. But I was like, I saw a movie where they went to go kill her. Yeah. And she survived because they lit the fucking murderers on fire. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. I know that joke went over that well, too. But then they like they're like, oh, here, you know, go into this fucking room. Yeah. And they start talking about uh, James Dean. Not the guy from the breakfast sandwich. That's mm. Jimmy Dean, uh, James Dean, you know, famous actor back in the day. You know, he he dies when he, he dies in a horrific car accident. And they start talking about like this car is haunted that he had, oh and they show a video of uh, Alec Guinness, who uh, he famously he plays Obi Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars: A New Hope. You know, and it's a video of him where he's like, "Yes, yeah. he's like, uh, I told my friend, you know, he's like, uh, we, we went out for dinner, and he showed up in his car and." I, I I told him I I have a very bad feeling about this. If you get in this car, if you know today it was uh, it was Thursday about 10 p.m. I told him uh, by this next Thursday 10 p.m. you won't be alive. And then you know and by next Thursday 10 p.m. he wasn't alive. I was like Obi Wan Kenobi, you use the fucking force to predict that this guy was gonna die. Your friend, Jesus your buddy. Christ. And then you did nothing about it, you piece of shit. Yeah, you're a horrible friend. <coughs> first, Anakin, first Qui Gon Jinn. Well, not his blood isn't really on your hands. First, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Which, because of Anakin Skywalker, Order sixty six happens, and all those little Jedi die, along with all the regular Jedi. How much blood needs to be on your fucking hands? Yeah. James Dean too. Add him to that list. You fucking bitch. <laughs> um. Yeah, again, and then there was like other stuff. Like there was a uh, severed head that we saw. Like it was legitimately like a severed head. Jesus. There was a Peggy doll, which is like the based on like the Annabelle doll. Which you, oh, had, you had to not go. Not Peggy Hill. No, not Peggy Hill. No, you had to go in the room and say hello, Peggy. You go. They said you. Don't, they said we don't recommend looking into her eyes because it like fucks with people. Yeah. I did it. I got nothing to lose. And then when you leave the room, you gotta say goodbye, Peggy. I did that. I did both. but um there was and there's also it's called like the deboric box or something like that like oh yeah i've heard of that yeah like some people might have heard i mean you guys better know about the stuff it's just like haunted 
it was like this woman from in the holocaust like she was like haunted by some sort of spirit and she sort of kind of like harry potter and the horcruxes yeah like locked them away in, in, in different things and this specific one is like super dangerous but post malone was like afflicted by it <laughs> like literally like he, his his car crashes his plane crashes he gets like he almost dies at gunpoint like all this shit happened to him and it was after he went there and saw this fucking thing like even where like the lady who's giving the tour she's like i don't know like i don't fuck around in here like i bring you in and then bring you out like i don't fuck around with this yeah um and after that it was just a bunch of like random things there was these like this haunted house in gary indiana which i was like the scariest part about that it was that it was in gary indiana yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, and it, it it was it was cool. It was long. It was just fucking long. Like if you're gonna do this, make sure you wear some fucking comfy ass shoes because this is just fucking. It was long. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, again, I aside from like that, and that was pretty much like a, you know, aside from the wrestling and like the food and stuff like that. At one point, we went. What was it down? Um, oh, so we went to uh some sort of was it not not this trip it was fremont fremont Fremont. street um which has a bunch of like just shit everywhere it it was a nice view it was a nice walk i mean like uh, i'm assuming that was your first time going there too yeah no last time i was there this is my first time in vegas so i was just kind of like everything's new to me here uh but yeah the fremont fremont whatever it was it was fucking dope. It was just like two city blocks, give or take, just like of like casino. It was like probably four casinos, and then like there's like a rooftop kind of, and it's just like this like kind of like LED board, and it was so fucking cool. Well, uh, there was one thing where it was like a zip lining, no, oh. like zip lining. That's what it was, zip lining. And uh, Andrew, Juan, Johnny, and Giovanni, they got on it. And I was like, listen, I said goodbye to Peggy. Maybe she didn't hear me. I'm not risking my fucking life going on that fucking right. thing. Um, yeah, they did that. And then after that, at this point, it's like Saturday night in Las Vegas, Memorial Day weekend. For for the most part, Ryan had been making reservations or we'd be making reservations at certain places. Uh-huh. And with this, we were like, well, fuck, we don't know where to go. Yeah. Four months now months johnny has been talking about gordo's tacos there's this place called gordo's tacos you guys might know about it i had no fucking idea about it but whatever regardless <laughs> you know this place is called gordo's tacos and so we fucking tacos el gordo tacos el gordo yeah um we show up fucking packed jam-packed this place isn't that fucking big it is jammed packed to the fucking brim yeah it's literally fucking tiny like if you it's like your regular fucking tiny like mexican like mexican like restaurant you know like i remember yeah because we 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 walked and then like we all took like three different ubers to get there and i don't know who got there first but i know we got there second whoever i went with i don't remember who i went with and like we walk in and i see like three fucking lines i'm just like and it's like wrapped around like the back end of the fucking of the fucking place i'm just like all right i get in line and the line i was with was for uh al pastor tacos and then there was like two other lines for like other meats and then there was like the salad line and i think that's where like you uh 
Andrew, I believe, was with you. It was, no, it was me, Michael, Johnny, Giovanni, and Juan. Right. You guys were over there, and then me and Brad were, me, me, Brad, Frank, and Andrew were on the Pastora line, and then at some point, Andrew fucking gets out, and then Frank, he's just like, order set amount and then i'll fucking pay for it and i was like don't worry i'll pay for it because at that point i'm like because that man it was just like frank and brian had been paying for everything so like the least i could do is fucking pay and uh yeah like i remember i was like all the way in the back and <laughs> i saw fucking poor stank walk in he was confused as to where the line started he saw us all in the back and he like walked out upset and i was like oh this fucking poor guy I mean, it just took long. It took forever to get food, especially. And we, you, you guys were like on the short line, and we beat you guys. Yeah, well, because the fucking the one lady, there was one lady who like literally ordered like a hundred tacos. Yeah. And it's fucking. Then it's just like, bitch, order catering. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah, it was so annoying. Like we were in that line forever. But I will say the tacos were good. Tacos were good, and we ordered way too fucking many tacos. I, I didn't have al pastor, but that was the thing where it's like I only eat cilantro on my tacos, sometimes cheese, um, and the al pastor that the extra ones you guys had had everything yeah. on it, and I was just like, mm, baby, can't eat that. Yeah, no, it was just that where like fucking Frank had told Brad. Don't fuck his bread was like I'll, I'll get like twenty tacos and he's Frank's like don't fucking do that, just get whatever you're gonna eat and then I'll fuck Frank was gonna buy the rest or whatever, and like <sighs> there was thirteen of us and uh, Brad bought sixteen tacos I bought fifteen because that's what Frank had told me, and then Michael bought twenty. You bought, I don't know how many, I don't know if you bought any. No, I mean, well, I had, I was buying Ryan's food. Yeah, that, and then fucking Del bought like six, Gio bought five, and then Juan bought like five. And like, I did the count, it was like 74 fucking tacos for 13 people. <laughs> we, it, like, we had like 12 leftover tacos, and we're like, all right, well, fuck, we're fucked. We just fucking wasted the shit. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of tacos, but again, you know, Vegas is fun. Vegas is a fun place to come. Yeah, it is fun, but if I'm going to do this again, I'm going to have to fucking cut the vacation short by a day or two because it was too long for me. Yeah, I have been here since Wednesday. I just want to go back to my shitty little apartment and drive my shitty little You get to do car. that in about 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry we sound a little tired. Again, it's, it's just, 2 in the morning. Yeah, here, it's 2 four, in the, 4 in the morning back home. <sighs> yeah. Um, I meant to do a lot more podcasting. Just didn't. You know, everyone was was having fun and busy weekend. Yeah, busy weekend. Or big week, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, that was kind of sort of the week in Vegas. You know, again, like you guys saw pictures and stuff that we posted. Um. And honestly, and all the downtime was just a lot of gambling, going to bars, fucking eating fancy dinners. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Really fancy. Yeah. Running into wrestlers. You know. Oh, I mentioned I ran into Brody King and then, you know, his wonderful wife. I, I finally got to meet her. Um, yeah, we were talking about the Hunter Museum and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So, all right, little buddy. Well, I'm doing the intro and outro separately, so you got to worry about this. But uh, yeah, thank you for training me on here. You get a little tired, you know. Yeah. yeah you need to get some rest. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I got to fly out in fucking 11, so or I got to wake up at 8, too fly out so yeah <laughs> all right guys well i'm gonna hand it over to my saw so i can go ahead and do the outro so uh thank you little buddy all right thank you again to 
Mark for joining me on that. Um, yeah, the boy was tired, and uh, I believe he he left even earlier than and we did for the airport. Um, so, you know, man is a champ. As again, it was uh, it was quite it was just quite the fucking weekend. You know, like I uh, I slept a lot. You know, when I'm really sad, I tend to just sleep a lot. Um, so I just I slept a lot. You know, I had the opportunity to, so I did it. Um, but I think now I've, I, I, I've overslept. I think like I've over, like stimulated my body or not overstimulate, over rested my body. If that's not, you know that, you know what I mean? Like sometimes when it's, uh, uh, too much sleep, you know, and then you're just like overly tired um, some of you guys will know what I mean. Some of you guys won't, but, um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you know, again, it's just, it's, it's been a hell of a week. Um, before we go though, I, I do want to give a shout out to the, uh, sponsors of the show, to the, the patrons of the show, really. Cause again, without you guys, uh, none of this is possible. Um, so very quickly, a huge shout out to Clifford Frazier, Jesse Kohlenberg, Mark Villanueva, Joshua Davis, Ryan Mears, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, My Godfather Jesus, shout out Jesus, uh, good old Brad, Katie Fabe, Steve Feast, Rachel, and of course Michael Heredia. Um, yeah, guys, uh, again, it's, um, you know, just uh, don't do anything stupid. You know, the world is a fucked up place right now, like school shootings and just a fucked up place. Find something that makes you happy, something that you love, and just fucking love it or just do it, you know. Don't take it for granted. Just live life man this is the only one we have if you want to fucking you know be an artist be an artist you want to fucking be a musician be a musician you know you have someone in your life that makes you happy and you know make them happy back treat them happy back let your friends know how much you love them let your family know how much you love them let your friends know how much you love them again sorry it's been it's been a it's been a very rough week and again please don't don't message me asking me if I'm all good and everything everything is okay last time that I really wasn't okay I I, I took a week off and uh, I'm, I'm I'm not taking I'm not taking any more time off um a little bittersweet doing this podcast now but um I'll do it for you guys you know because I love you guys all you guys all the listeners. Um, but yeah, uh, again, I'll be releasing a schedule for, uh, more content coming out later this month, uh, as, as far as the Patreon goes and stuff. Like I know I, I, I want to do, uh, myself and Rachel, we're going to sit down and, and record, uh, an episode for, for the uh, HBO Max series, uh, uh, our flag means death. Unfortunately, we were just so busy when we were in Vegas. We, uh, you know, 
didn't get to sit down and record that so you know we will be talking about that i'll I'll be wanting to i know i want to do jurassic park of course we're going to do clerks too myself and mark already have at least one episode of uh, go ghost grump and stink lined up uh and so yeah I'll, i'll be releasing a schedule so you guys can see all that um but for the for the pwt cast this week i've been scrump and that is friend of the show kenny omega